Hey friend, are you lacking energy? Do you feel tired all of the time? Do you struggle to focus on projects and you lack concentration? Or are you on a health and weight loss journey and you're doing all of the things but you're not seeing the progress that you were expecting to? Well, today, if that is you, this episode is definitely for you. And I know I say this all the time, but if you can, grab a pen and paper because you're going to want to take some notes. And if not, there is a link in the show notes, which will take you over to my blog, which is going to have a few of the key points that I discuss in today's episode. Welcome to the Fit Productive Mum podcast. Are you fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy? Are you frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can stick with forever? Do you wish there was an easy way to work with your body to really transform your health from the inside out? Hey, I'm SJ and after 14 years of teaching, I took the leap into the entrepreneur space so I know how hard it can be to grow a business while still being a present mummy and that your needs come and last, leaving you feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. In this podcast, I will give you the tools you need to reclaim your energy and time so you can finally love the life you're in. If you're ready to commit to making yourself a priority, then this is the podcast for you. I'm so excited to keep you accountable, be your coach, give you some tough love and laugh with you. Let's come together and make things happen. Do you ever wonder if you were to look up the word mum in the dictionary, would it also mean tired? (laughs) Because honestly, it feels like it, doesn't it? Like as a mum, you're probably juggling like all the things. You're looking after everybody else. Maybe you've set yourself some big goals in your business or in your health and fitness journey. And you might be holding down a job and then also a side hustle at the same time. So it can be like almost widely accepted that we're gonna feel tired all the time. And we find ourselves like using sugar and caffeine as a bit of a crutch to sort of get us through like these periods. But I think one of the things that we often forget to do is to really dig a bit deeper into why am I feeling like this? Why am I lacking energy? And in true transparency, as I'm recording this episode with you right now, oh my goodness, I have like stopped and edited this so many times because I can't get my brain to concentrate. Like I'm really lacking focus and I'm really lacking energy. And I'm sure that if I'm feeling right like that, then you are likely to feel that too. So in true Sarah Jane fashion, I went away and I was like, okay, why am I feeling like this? Let's find out some more information. And one of the topics and one of the themes that came kept coming up as I was researching this was actually what is going on in our guts and how important this gut biome is when it comes to our hormones, our energy, and basically everything that goes on in the rest of our body. It just like blew me away. First up, when we talk about our guts, we often think about like our, just our intestines, like our small and our large intestines. But technically our gut is from our mouth all the way down to our bottoms. And if we were to spread our gut (laughs) out flat, it would cover the entire area of a tennis court. So that's massive, isn't it? 
So let's get real for a second. If our gut is so big, then it must be important. Of course it's important because really that part of our body serves two functions. It's about being able to absorb the nutrients that our body needs from the food that we are eating. But the real key thing that is linked to why you might be feeling tired and why you are not seeing results in your weight loss journey is about the way our gut works to get rid of the stuff that we don't need. We know that the modern life that we lead means there are an awful lot more toxins going into our body. So that means our body has to work harder to get rid of the stuff that it doesn't need. And I've done a previous episode all about estrogen dominance and that is one of the key things that I personally have struggled with that can be a real problem because if our gut isn't in great shape, our body can't metabolize the estrogen and get rid of it, which is why it can lead to all of these different symptoms. So how can you tell if you have got some problems? So here are some symptoms, I guess, things and hints and clues that you might have problems with your gut. Then I'm going to share some steps with you that you might want to try. These are some of the things that I found that have been really, really helpful for me to improve my gut health, to help improve my energy levels and help improve my focus. So let's start off with these clues that you might be experiencing in your body that you're struggling with issues in your gut. So first of all, bloating and gas, heartburn, acne, any other skin issues like rosacea or eczema. Maybe you've got really, really bad diarrhea or constipation or both. Brain fog, which was the absolute clue for me because I was really, really struggling to concentrate and an inability to concentrate because of the brain fog. Maybe you're getting lots of headaches, maybe you're getting lots of colds and infections, maybe you're feeling depressed as well, like your mood is so linked to what is going on in your gut biome. Maybe you're really struggling with anxiety or feelings of chronic fatigue. And finally, one of the real clues that you've got a problem with your gut is that you are struggling to lose weight when you are doing all of the things that you think that you should be doing. Now, if any of those resonate with you, here are eight things that you could try to improve your gut health. And I would really recommend that you try them one at a time for a period of time to see if it works. Because obviously, if you try them all at once, you're possibly going to totally freak your body out and you're not going to know which one is actually working. So first of all, one of the suggestions is to say goodbye to white food. And I know that's really hard. So what we mean by white food, you know this, it's basically like dairy, sugar, gluten. There's so much research out there that has linked sugar to disruptions to what's going on in your gut. If you are struggling, as you're listening to this, we're at the end of January. Now, if you are struggling with your gut right now, perhaps you've got loads of bloating, are you still eating all of the food in your house, the sweets, the chocolates, you know, all of those bits and pieces that you have had around from Christmas. Because if you are, it could be this stacking, this kind of like compound effect. And I think this was one of the things that I was struggling with is like this compound effect of eating all of these like white 
sugary, high sugary foods and your body isn't able to process it. So if you've got that kind of stuff in the house, it might be worth thinking about getting rid of it and then trying to like wean yourself because it it is addictive, like sugar can be quite addictive. Um, So that could be one of the main issues why your gut isn't right. You could also try lowering like the intake of dairy products from like milk um, that has been associated with better gut health. And then also I did an episode all about gluten as well. And gluten has been proven and shown that it can aggravate the lining of the gut as well, which can trigger like a whole load of overall health and hormone problems. So that could be your first step. If you have got like be honest with yourself. Are you still eating as if you think it is Christmas? Like, are you still eating all the sweets, all of the snacks, all of the junk food? Like loads and loads of white processed bread and that kind of thing. Do you need to start removing that from your diet? Which leads on quite nicely onto number two, which is about sneaking in more blood sugar balancing food. So by that, really... What I mean is that if your gut is healthy, your gut is going to help balance your blood sugar. And blood sugar balancing really does start with making sure that you have got really good low sugary, like GI, low GI foods, things that have got lots and lots of nutrients in them, you know what I'm going to say, Um, things like nuts and avocados, healthy fats, olive oil, those things can all really, really help to balance your blood sugar, proteins, those things can really, really help your gut health. Okay, number three is to eat fermented foods. So just a couple of tablespoons a day of fermented foods, which are rich in probiotics, such as sauerkraut, can make a real difference in your gut health. So that might be something that you want to start introducing to support your gut. Now, number four is to live a low inflammation lifestyle. So what does that mean? So basically, inflammation is bad for your gut and bad for your overall health. And if you can avoid like um, high GI foods, like the white foods that we've start we spoke about earlier, if you can avoid toxic exposures. So by toxic exposures, I mean looking at what is in the skincare that you're using, what is in the cleaning products that you're using. Because a lot of the time, some of those products that we're using in our home and that we're using on our skin to wash our hair, wash our face, all of those things can contain these toxins, which can cause inflammation. Not just inflammation like on your skin, but actually inflammation within your body. And in the show notes, I have linked a couple of companies that I absolutely love when it comes to skincare and toxin-free products as well. And if you go back a couple of episodes, I did an episode all about like using essential oils. So I've linked the essential oil company as well. These are all affiliate links. And of course, it does help me to fund this podcast. If you want to buy these kind of products and you use my affiliate links, it really does help me to fund the podcast because obviously all of this podcast is free. 
Now going back to the low inflammation lifestyle, it's also going to include things like making sure that you're getting enough sleep, that you're exercising, and that you are looking at self-care as well. And that means when it comes to the cycle syncing, like what is it that you need to be doing in the different stages of your cycle to support your body? So for example, exercise. If you are exercising and doing HIIT training, like a couple of days before your period is due, your body is not going to like that. And that is going to cause inflammation within your body, which is going to cause problems for your gut. Okay, tip number five is about taking a probiotic supplement. So a, a good quality probiotic supplement. Now, one thing I will say about probiotics, and you've probably seen the kind of things that are on the chilled shelf in the supermarkets. Now, think about it like this, okay? If those probiotics are in a container on a shelf and they've got to be kept cold, by the time you have taken that around the shop in your trolley and you put it in your car and you've packed it in your car and you're taking it home and then you put it back in the fridge and then when you come to drink it and that goes down in your mouth, through your intestine and into your stomach, which of course is all at, at body temperature and not chilled, is that actually going to work? And the vast majority of research out there about those kind of probiotics is that re they really don't have and aren't that effective. So really what you want to be looking for is something that is stable at room temperature and something that is gonna like travel through your system and is gonna be resilient to the acids that are in your stomach to break down the food. And that's why like these live culture drinks that you find in the chilled department don't work. So you want to be making sure that your supplement is probably in some kind of powdered form that you will drink and you'll add it like to room temperature water you're not going to be adding it to hot water because that's going to break it down you're going to be drinking it and it's going to be able to go through your stomach and into your intestines and I've linked one of my favorites in the show notes it's a capsule form it's called she's got guts you can find out all of the information about it on the website and of course, it is an affiliate link. So I do, it does help to support the funding of this podcast. Okay, tip number six, and a lot of people have probably spoken about this, you might have heard about this as well, is to do with limiting the amount of exposure you have to antibiotics. Now, you've probably heard that if you take antibiotics, it's not great for your guts. And often people will advise you to do extra pre and probiotics to support your gut health because antibiotics kill bacteria. So they even kill, they're not selective, they kill all the bacteria. So you will find that having antibiotics will impact your gut health. Um, they are hard on, on the gut because as I said, they do kill all of the bacteria, not just the bad ones. So if you aren't taking antibiotics, only take them when necessary. And of course your doctor will tell you this. And if you are taking antibiotics and taking a supplement like the one that I linked in the show notes, She's Got Guts, is a great way of helping to support your body. Now, of course we could go down the road of discussing whether or not we should be eating meat, my point of view on this is obviously bearing in mind I live with a farmer here in the UK. I'm not going to tell you not to eat meat. 
what I am going to tell you is that when it comes to me is to buy the best quality that you can and always go for quality over quantity. So to put that into perspective, the way that we go about buying our meat here is that we don't buy a lot of it, but the meat that we do buy comes from local farmers who you can go and walk down the road and see the cow in the field. Like I would not be buying processed meat from foreign countries. Everything that we have is UK produced and everything really does come from local suppliers. And I think really the final point with regards to this is just buy the best quality that you can. Okay, let's go on to talking about contraceptive. And one of the tips or advice that there is when it comes to improving your gut health is to reconsider whether or not you want to take the pill. So like antibiotics, hormonal birth control can disrupt the balance of the good and bad bacteria in the gut. And there are an awful lot of studies out there that suggest that the pill increases the risk of inflammation, bowel diseases, Crohn diseases and ulcers. Now, again, I am not a doctor and this is a conversation for you to have with your doctor. And often it's quite interesting because the pill is prescribed to people to help with the balance of their hormones. But sometimes that hormonal imbalance, if you can make changes to improve your gut health first, you might actually find that you don't need to be taking the pill if you're using it to balance your hormones. And finally, tip number eight, and I know the last one was a little bit um, controversial and I know lots of people have different opinions about the pill. Um, Tip number eight, finally, is to up your intake of micronutrients. So there's loads and loads of evidence out there that shows that having a good level of micronutrient intake is really important for your gut health and of course we know this stuff like it's it's really important to have these micronutrients in our bodies now not having enough can have a real negative effect on that biome your gut biome and there's an awful lot of specific nutrients that play a really really key part in shaping that healthy biome so for example vitamin b12 it has an important role in shaping the communities of your biome so like the way that those um, bacteria work together those hundred trillion bacteria vitamin b12 can really help those to kind of like build communities which sounds really weird like bacteria having some kind of like little party or something um studies also show that a deficiency in magnesium can also impact the amount of bacteria in the gut as well. Vitamin D is important because vitamin D can change the microbe biome in ways that can trigger inflammation. So if you're deficient in vitamin D, then you're likely to be having problems with inflammation in your gut. Zinc, if you're deficient in zinc, then your microbiome, so your gut biome, is going to be less diverse. So that means you're going to have less bacteria in there that can help with all of the different things that they need to be doing to be removing them, breaking down those toxins in your your body. Okay, so let's wrap this up. It's really important to note that even if you eat a healthy diet, you may still be deficient in many micronutrients because there are an awful lot of environmental factors that are beyond our control. So things like mineral depleted soil, 
which a lot of our food is grown on, um, shifts in the way that food is grown, the number of vitamins and minerals in various foods has changed and we can have a really, really great diet, which the majority of us actually don't have. But you can be eating a really, really great diet, but you can still be deficient in a number of micronutrients. Now, the way that you can find this out is obviously by like having blood tests and that kind of thing. And that's why it's important to be, in my opinion, to be supplementing your diet with some really, really high quality supplements because you can help your body in so many different ways. So if you know what you're deficient in, then you can work with your doctor, your medical practitioner to plug that gap if you like. And I think it's really important. And I know that those of you in the US, you have a really different healthcare system to the way that things are in the UK. And for us at the moment, it's quite challenging to go to our GP and say, our, our doctor, look, I think I'm like vitamin deficient. Can you help me? Because they'll kind of be trying to solve the problem rather than actually trying to find out the cause, if that makes sense. And a lot of that is really common, like in the medical world. And that's why, you know, if you can find somebody who is an expert in this field, get your bloods done, find the information, do the research, try different things. Because of course, you don't want to just be taking a load of random supplements because those end up doing you more harm than actual good. And if you go back to the first tip that I suggested in this episode, that's something that you can do yourself. You don't need to go and see a doctor to clean up your diet. You don't need to have permission from your doctor to eat less sugar. Like they're gonna tell you, yes, definitely do it, try it. So that would be my first starting point. If you think that you need to do something to improve your gut health, which could then improve your energy and your focus, that's the one to do. And friend, that is the first thing that I did. And oh my goodness, it makes such a difference. So tip number one was cleaning out, cleaning up your food, removing those high sugar foods, reducing the amount of dairy and the the gluten that you're eating. And then the other thing that I did was I started taking a probiotic supplement, a good quality probiotic supplement so that I am supporting my gut health. The one that I use is in the show notes and I really think those two steps can be a really, really good way of helping to support your body because you're removing the inflammation and you're giving your gut something that is gonna help it to become more effective. Okay, as always, all of the links to the things that I've mentioned are in the show notes jump over into my blog because I've actually put those steps into a written form for you so that you can access them. I really hope that this has blessed you and if you have any more tips and advice around this topic that other women might find important or helpful, come and join us over in the Facebook community. The link to that community is in the show notes. And finally, if you need some help, on your health and fitness journey. And maybe you need to unpack what's going on. Maybe you've hit a plateau or you've got a goal 
around your health and fitness that you don't know what steps to take. Maybe you feel like you're hitting a brick wall and you don't know what to do and what action steps to take, then I can help you. This month, I have five spots open available for my one-to-one coaching program. We will work together to get really clear on your goal. Then we are gonna reverse engineer your goal so that you know exactly what you need to do those action steps that you need to take consistently over a 90 day period to hit that goal. And I am also going to help you find the time to take those action steps because I know one of the biggest hurdles that you have is that you think that you do not have the time to do the things to hit that goal, but my friend, you do. And I am gonna show you in our one-to-one sessions how you can find the time to take those action steps. The link to the coaching sessions is in the show notes. Grab your spot because I only have five spots and those spots go very quickly each month. And if they are all gone, then you can put yourself on the wait list for the March group. If you are in the US, there is also the link there for you to pay in US dollars just to make life easier for you. I really look forward to helping you get clarity on your goals and to hit those goals with some really, really strategic planning. Have an amazing week and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.